Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Geek Keys with Kim production, where we discuss all things real estate, legacy and wealth building, community development, and engagement. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Spotify, and my website, as well as to share this podcast with your network. And just as a friendly reminder, this podcast should not be considered legal advice unless otherwise stated. Get Keys with Kim does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Hey, 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 good people. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk Real Estate with your girl, Kim McBride, also known as Get Keys with Kim. We are being joined today by two special guests. They're staples, especially in the Baltimore City community, with a program called Healthy Neighborhoods. So who we'll have joining us today is Bernice Turton, as well as Colton Dunn. So let me tell you a little bit about our guests. Bernice has a long history serving in Baltimore as she's worked in the nonprofit profession for over 10 years. She currently works with Neighborhood Housing Services of Baltimore, also known as NHS, as a resource coordinator for the Greater Mondawmin community, which is made up of 10 different neighborhoods. However, prior to coming to NHS, she worked for Coppin Heights Community Development Corporation and played an integral part of that organization serving West Baltimore. She is retired from 30 years working with Verizon, as well as working for Comcast, receiving the Comcast Spotlight and the NAACP. She's a Baltimore native, graduate of Eastern High School, and serves on the trustee board of her church. Can we get an amen? Okay. She enjoys researching her family roots and loves to travel. Also joining us is Carlton Dunn who has invested over 17 years in the mortgage industry, helping customers to achieve their dream of home ownership and to continually improve the financial well-being of families through responsible mortgage management. His areas of expertise include local and regional home buyer assistance programs and incentives, renovation financing, including FHA, 203K, and FNMA home style products as well as a full suite of Healthy Neighborhoods renovation loan programs for buyers and existing homeowners in Baltimore City. Carlson frequently partners with HUD-approved counseling agencies through the Mid-Atlantic region, participating in home buyer workshops and financial literacy programs year-round, which makes it sound like Carlson gets no free time because the state market is booming right now. So we're going to have to find out what Carlton does in his free time. But I want everybody to help me welcome Bernice and Carlton. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. How are you guys doing today amid all this craziness that's happening in the world? Just trying to adjust to a new normal, as everybody is saying. And working from home. Yeah, working from home has been a challenge, but it's all good. Right. That is an understatement. Right. And but thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to just connect with me, to connect with my listeners, to give them a little bit of information. And if we can get started, actually, Bernice, I'll start with you. Can you tell me a little bit about what Healthy Neighborhoods is and why is it so significant to the Baltimore region? Certainly. Very good question. 
Um, since around 2004, Healthy Neighborhoods has been in partnership with um, banks, foundations, and the government, and community organizations, which is very important. They formed to help uh, strong but undervalued neighborhoods. These communities that were once vibrant, but over the years have faced challenges because of economics and people leaving the community and for other various reasons. The resources uh, that Healthy Neighborhoods offers helps these communities increase home values, market their communities, create high standards for property improvement, and build strong connections amongst neighbors. That's one of the most important things um, that Healthy Neighborhoods uh, does. Their significance, Kim, is a great source for the residents and potential residents of a community. Uh, they are there to help people get low cost loans and rehab grants to fix up and upgrade their properties. So I, I hope it. that has given you some insight as to who they are and why they do what they do. And, and yeah, it's actually perfect. And I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, a lot of the different, not only entities that Healthy Neighborhoods partners with, because partnership is incredibly important, especially when you're talking about revitalizing, rehabilitating, you know, a particular community, especially the Baltimore area. But I, I like the fact that there are options for individuals that want to purchase. So they're looking to move into certain areas within the city, but also for homeowners as well. Exactly. So I, I think that's amazing. Can you tell me um, how the partnership works between NHS and Healthy Neighborhoods? Certainly. Um, I'm trying to think back in 2017, the, um, the Healthy Neighborhoods uh, coordinator that Greater Mondarmin had at the, at, at the time moved on to another position. And um, I was brought on to serve in that capacity as the new Healthy Neighborhoods uh, Coordinator for Greater Mondarmin, but under Neighborhood Housing Services. And as you know, Neighborhood Housing Services is a home ownership counseling service serving the Greater Baltimore area. And to have them as my, as my resource or as my backup to go to them, um, to uh, be able to run credit reports quickly, um, to be able to um, also let folk know if there were um, incentives uh, in addition to healthy neighborhoods to purchase the houses. So it's really uh, a win-win situation with healthy neighborhoods and having neighborhood housing services manage that position. Got it. Okay, so as the resource guide, you mentioned incentives, and I know incentives kind of runs hand in hand with what Carlton does. So can you speak to a little bit about maybe some incentives that are available through Healthy Neighborhoods and or NHS or Neighborhood Housing Services? And then once sure. you're done, Carlton, can you speak to a little bit about how the incentives part works for those looking for loans using Healthy Neighborhoods? Certainly. Certainly. Okay. Well, Healthy Neighborhoods has the purchase rehab loan which is a excellent, excellent tool for a home buyer looking to buy a house in the greater Mondawmin area specifically. That's the area that I work in. Um, maybe the house needs a little work done um, and you would be able to get what well, you would be able to get a loan to purchase the house as well as 
get money to rehab the home as well. And Healthy Neighborhoods uses M&T Bank as their, as their bank and with the um, incentives of neighborhood housing services, there are down payment assistance incentives that also you can layer these with the Healthy Neighborhoods product. For instance, there is the uh, loan, I'm sorry, not loan, the, um, well, it is a loan. It's called the Bernie, uh, the Bernie loan. It's a Baltimore Regional Neighborhood Initiative loan. And it's really a, a deferred payment that is uh, worth $10,000. There's also the Project Reinvest uh, loan, which is also a, a deferred loan. That's $10,500. So a possible home buyer could use healthy neighborhoods to purchase the home. They would also be um, available to get the um, the 10,000, well, up to a $10,000 grant through Healthy Neighborhoods. That's the, that's the caveat in the Healthy Neighborhoods piece is that with any of the Healthy Neighborhoods loans, you, uh, a, a home buyer could use the $10,000 as a grant. But in purchasing, they would be able to purchase the house with just 3% down, 4% interest through using Healthy Neighborhoods, no private mortgage insurance, which is a great savings and also use the neighborhood housing services uh, incentives of the down payment assistance to layer with with the healthy neighborhoods loan right and and kind of to piggyback off that so the i, I would say from a consumer a home buyer's point of view one of the biggest advantages of the healthy neighborhoods purchase and renovation loan is that you can layer it with virtually any first-time homebuyer program that you're eligible for. So as uh, Vernice mentioned, you know, Project Reinvest is, is an independent down payment and closing cost assistance grant program. So a buyer could be using a Healthy Neighborhoods loan or an FHA loan or whatever kind of loan that they qualify for, but that, that program in and of itself would get them funds to reduce their out-of-pocket expense for down payment and closing costs. Well, Healthy Neighborhoods would allow a customer who's buying a home if they're eligible for Healthy Neighborhoods loan program to take advantage of that project reinvest. Let's say that customer is also eligible for the Baltimore City um, housing program, the Community Development Block Grant, which is another first-time home buyer down payment and closing cost assistance program. Well, if they can qualify for that and they're eligible for the Healthy Neighborhoods mortgage, then they could layer that as well. So I've had clients, just to give you an example, who have you know thirty, forty, forty-five thousand dollars in different down payment assistance grants and incentives from different places, and then they they coordinate that with their healthy neighborhoods loan, and then you know they're essentially reducing their monthly payment, they're reducing their out of pocket expense, and they're ending up with a, a first mortgage loan that's very affordable because they got the down payment and closing cost assistance programs and a very low interest rate mortgage through healthy neighborhoods for the purchase and renovation of that home. Okay. So the key thing that I heard both of you say, I call them stackables. I, I heard you call them layering, but is that those that are able to take advantage of the healthy neighborhood loan are not then shut out from using other incentives that may be available. One, and and 100%. can then layer. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. 
And Kim, if I might add, I, I, I think I did not mention, but if I might add with the Baltimore Regional Neighborhood Initiative um, uh, loan, which is uh, the short name is called the Bernie, the Bernie loan, that is specific to the Greater Mondawmin area. So that, that um, particular loan is for the catchment area that would be under the Greater Mondawmin um, nine um, community neighborhoods. And that, that loan to me is, I think that is just a great way to um, encourage people to move into the area, to know that there's $10,000 of down payment assistance to move into an area that offers Druid Hill Park. The, um, uh, the Montdomen Transit Center is the number two transit center in Baltimore City. Um, there is the zoo. You are only a couple of minutes from downtown. Uh, you're a couple of minutes from major highways. So um, I, I really push the, uh, the, the Bernie loan as much as I can. Okay, so the, so the Bernie loan is only for the greater Mondawmin yes. area. Do you happen to, if not the names, you have like the zip code? So for, for folks that may or may not be familiar sure. with what codes, is considered in the catchment area? The zip codes are 21215. 21216 and 212, a portion of 21217. And um, maybe I could give the community names that might be more um, familiar to people. And those, those, okay. yeah, sure. those community names are uh, Liberty Square, Parkway, Mondawmin, Whittier Monroe, Panway, Robert W. Coleman, Fulton Heights, and Newark and Trolley Terrace. Now the um, City Department of Planning, they have, they, they have a, a, another list that they uh, identify these communities, but these are the actual community association names that I just mentioned. Okay, and that's solely for the Bernie yes. loans. Okay. So you mentioned something earlier, but if I can have Carlton speak to it. So Carlton, Vernice mentioned that these loans are deferred. Can you explain how that works as it pertains to the lending process? What does that deferred mean? Right. So most of the, um, the down payment, well, I won't say most, but many of the down payment and closing cost assistance uh, programs that are available to buyers will have one or two formats. Um, and the most common is where the entity, it could be Baltimore City Housing, it could be um, the Maryland State, it could be a, a specific nonprofit agency. But usually when they're making a, a, an assistance grant available to a first-time home buyer or a home buyer, some of them aren't exclusive to first-time homeowners, the way that the, the assistance is structured is the borrower, will, if they're eligible, they'll receive funds at settlement to cover whatever the grant amount is. And most of them are either $5,000 or $10,000, depending on the program. But what will happen is the, the buyer gets that money, the title company or the lender, they will apply that to the borrower's out-of-pocket expense. So there's a check cut, pays the borrower's expenses. But there'll be a what they call a recapture period, meaning that the, the homeowner typically doesn't have to make any payments on those kind of assistance programs but they do have to repay either all or a portion of those grant funds if they sell the house 
within a certain amount of time. Uh, most of them are going to be a, a five-year um, deferred defer repayment period so that once an, a home buyer has lived in the property for five years, then the money's fully forgiven. But if they were to sell the home or pull equity out in a cash, you know, to, to get some cash to, to buy something else or move out of the home in many cases to buy another house and rent out the subject property, then they would be required to repay a portion of that grant fund from the proceeds of the sale. So the, most of the time when a buyer is getting a, a, a deferred repayment loan, it means that there'll be a period where if they get rid of the house, they have to repay a portion of that money. Basically, the entity is not making um, these assistance grants for people who are flipping the house or looking to invest. They really want to help people buy and improve, upgrade the neighborhood. So they encourage folks to stay in the homes as their primary residence. That's right. And that's really the, the fundamental purpose of Healthy Neighborhoods itself. Healthy Neighborhoods is a nonprofit. We work in the greater Mondawmin area, but there are actually 46 total neighborhoods in Baltimore City that Healthy Neighborhoods operates and, and lives in. And that's their primary goal is to get you know responsible homeowners into these homes, help make improvements to the interior and exterior of those homes, and let them let the home buyers do it, and homeowners do it at an affordable rate. So we're not, you know, the, the the interest rates are very low. The terms are very favorable. You don't have to be a millionaire to to buy a, a great home, and afford it, and then upgrade it to the way that you want it to be. And so that's the that's the fundamental, you know, movement. Essentially, that's what home home um, what healthy neighborhoods was created to do was to create responsible homeowners and improve the communities that they that's that they're active in. And Kim, if I might add just a little something um, in uh, regard to the to the Bernie loan and also to the Project Reinvest, these these two particular loans. Um, and as Carlton said, um, they most most deferred loan programs do have a, a forgivable time. But on these two, if you sell or if you refinance the house again, you would have to make the repayment. But if you stay in the house forever, you never have to make that payment. And, you know, you ask, why are these incentives not unforgivable loans? The same funds that help one family to get to purchase a home, that money gets recycled to help another family. So it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Carlton, this is similar to incentives that mirror the CDA um, process. Right. Maryland State Grant. Uh, well, they have now they have grants that are actually one time credits. The borrower doesn't have to pay back, but you have a higher interest rate in that. And I don't want to get off of healthy neighborhoods. Okay. Okay. Program. But yeah, there are some programs through the Maryland state that operate the same way. You get a 0% interest rate on this assistance, but you do have to repay it. But and if you think about it, it's not going to be a difficulty because once you've paid off your mortgage loan and you sell that home, you're going to have all of this profit. Yep. You know, best case scenario, you're going to have all this profit and then you're just repaying the five, ten or seventy five hundred dollar grant that you got to buy the home twenty five, thirty years ago. So, yeah. Gotcha. OK, so there are there are options out there that have different, let's just say, requirements to them. So there are loans that are forgivable after staying within a property for a certain amount of time. However, these particular loans, so the Bernie and the Project Reinvest, as long as you live in the house, you don't have that to pay correct. those funds back. 
But at any point, it could be eight years down the line, 15 years down the line, you know, you would have to pay those funds back at that point so that the next that family can be assisted. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? That is correct. Got and I, I would just, um, another caveat, the, the Healthy Neighborhoods Matching Grant that we talked about. So I think uh, Bernice mentioned it early. That one is the forgivable uh, yeah. kind of loan. So that yeah. once you've established five years residency, the up to $10,000 grant that you received under Healthy Neighborhoods is forgivable. It's fully forgiven at that time. Okay, Carlton, can you speak a little bit more to that? Because I know we've talked about the Bernie loan. That was 10000 The project reinvest, that's 10500 But then you're saying that Healthy Neighborhood has a matching grant. It, what is that amount up to? And you said that's forgivable. Can you talk a little bit about that incentive? I can. And so uh, the way the Healthy Neighborhoods is structured is for specifically for home buyers, if you're buying the home and using the Healthy Neighborhoods loan program uh, to purchase the property, mm -hmm. usually it, it, there's going to be a renovation component to your purchase. So this would be for customers who are buying a home and they either need to or they want to. And that's one distinction with the Healthy Neighborhoods loan is it doesn't have to be a repair to get the property up to a certain standard. It right. could be uh, just a, an addition that you want to make. It can be a a debt that you want to add. It can be, you know, finishing the basement, which is not necessarily a requirement for approval. It's just something that you want to have done to the property that you're buying. And so part of your application is going to be your contract. You know, we're going to see what your purchase price is, but also we're going to evaluate your renovation. So how much are you spending? How much is your contractor cost to do the renovation that you either want to or need to get done as part of this purchase? Um, and so the matching grant, if customer's eligible, there are income restrictions. You can't, again, it's designed for moderate to low to moderate income home buyers. So if you're affluent, you might not be able to get that matching grant piece. And we can talk about how they, how they analyze the income. But in short, up to $10,000. So whatever the cost of your renovation is, Healthy Neighborhoods is going to match up to $10,000 of that renovation. So for an example, if your update, if your renovation is a $20,000 total cost, Healthy Neighborhoods, if you're eligible for the matching grant, they're going to grant you $10,000 in that forgivable loan, and then you'll only have to borrow and, and repay $10,000 of that $20,000. Now, if your renovation is under $20,000, you might not get the full $10,000. They're going to go 50-50 with you on the cost of that renovation. And the opposite is also true. If your renovation is above $20,000, well, you'd get a match of up to 10000 but then the difference is going to be how much is your, your borrowed cost. Gotcha. Okay, so let me ask you this, Carlton. What, with what Healthy Neighborhoods is doing with the purchase loan, is that similar to or different from a 203K loan? That is an astute observation. It is, <laughs> and it's interesting because the re the reason I've been I've been with uh, Healthy Neighborhoods for now four months, um, and the reason that I replaced the individual who uh, resigned from the program, the, a longtime loan officer had been there five or six years, he decided to pursue a different career path. But um, they asked me to sort of roll into that position because of my experience with renovation financing. I'm the designated 203K and uh, home style renovation loan officer for the team, the Baltimore Community Reinvestment Act team at, at uh, M&T loan officer. So 
they thought it was a natural fit for me to slide into the role. And one of the things that I found out very quickly was that it's a similar but very a much more customer-friendly process with healthy neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say one of the biggest differences, and I don't know how familiar you are, Kim, you know, you can answer how familiar you are with uh, 203K. I'm pretty familiar. I'm not sure how familiar okay. my listeners okay. are. So <laughs> any info you can give, we're all right. ears. So, so the similarities, and this is what I usually tell people who are thinking about um, healthy neighborhoods financing, the, the similarities between the healthy neighborhoods renovation program and a standard renovation loan is that are that you'll have to have very quickly, once you've identified a home that you're interested in buying, the first thing you really want to do before you even make your offer is to, to get a contractor into the property that you're thinking about to give you an idea how much it's going to cost and whether, you know, the renovation is feasible that you want to get done. They, mm-hmm. They're going to give you an idea, at least a rough idea of the, the cost, materials and labor costs that you're thinking about. And I would say, <clears throat> in my experience, that's almost where the similarities stop because with healthy neighborhoods, once you have that rough idea of your purchase price and your renovation amount, uh, I can give you an idea of what the financing is going to look like with healthy neighborhoods. I, we, just with those raw numbers, I can put together the estimates from the way that the program operates. With uh, a renovation financing like 203K, which is the FHA insured renovation loan, and the Fannie Mae home style renovation loan, most often, there's a third step that's needed. You, once you get your estimate, you make your offer, you have your offer amount, you've also got to find a third-party consultant because the repairs that you want to do might not be enough to bring that property up to the lender and the investor standard. And so you have to kind of make sure, okay, this is what I want to do to this home. Now, is there anything outside of what I want to do that I'm going to need to do. So that yeah. third-party consultant is going to come in and say, okay, yeah, you want to do this, but you've also had to do these things, and that could impact your um, your total contract cost. So what Healthy Neighborhoods has done, they have an internal architect. They're not going to analyze the whole property because Healthy Neighborhoods is not really concerned with the, you know, this is you, buyer, what did they say, caveat emptor. You've got to be making good decisions. Healthy Neighborhoods is going to help you negotiate with your contractor, but they're not going to stipulate what repairs you can do. Again, help, they want you to beautify the neighborhood. They want you to be a responsible homeowner, but they're not going to tell you what can and can't be done with the property. No. Um, so that's the main thing. You're not on your own out there finding a third-party consultant and, and kind of working through what FHA or Fannie Mae is going to require you to do on the back end of your renovation. That's one major difference. Um, and that can be, a, you know, usually that third-party consultant with HUD or with Fannie Mae, there's going to be an expense, so an out-of-pocket cost to have right. your contract reviewed. It, you've got it. Someone's going to get paid for that. Um, Helping neighborhoods is not required. You can, mm-hmm. you can if you decide to have a third-party, but you don't have to. Uh, and so the next big difference is that there's no mortgage insurance. So even if you're only putting down 3% of the purchase price, you're not going to have, uh, and I don't know how familiar your, your, you know, your listeners are with mortgage insurance, but essentially it's a cost that you pay to lessen the risk that the bank or the investor is taking to 
offer you this financing. Well, Healthy Neighborhoods has negotiated around that. And so that's a, it allows you to buy more house with less money because you don't have this extra insurance uh, factored into your mortgage loan. So two big differences right there. There's no third-party consultant required. There's no stipulations on the extent of the repairs that you're going to be able to do. And there's no mortgage insurance on the Healthy Neighborhoods loans. And I would say those two things make the process significantly less burdensome for the buyer, especially the first-time home buyer, had not ha- haven't been through most haven't been through this process before buying a home, much less managing a renovation. And so, a lot of that upfront burden is lifted through the Healthy Neighborhoods Loan Program. Yeah. Kim, can can I speak to this as well? Um, you... Absolutely. I just wanted Go to ahead. make a point of one note because I I had Go a buyer ahead. ask me this: your private mortgage insurance is not that is homeowner's correct. insurance. And I've had someone recently ask me that. They're two totally different things. Your homeowner's insurance protects your valuables, and the mortgage insurance is something that you pay, as Carlton was saying, related to risk, that's and the lender has nothing to do with your actual insurance on your home that for is your correct. valuables. Absolutely. Very good distinction. Very good. concludes part one of the Healthy Neighborhoods Home Loan Program with Vernice Turner and Carlton Dunn. Join us in two weeks to learn more about Healthy Neighborhoods benefits, understanding Healthy Neighborhood target and postcard blocks, purchase and refinance options, as well as credit score requirements. See you then.